Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Curse you, Ajit Pai, you bastard, and the FCC. Anyway, Language, dude. What? That, was a, that wasn't a bad one. I could think of worse names to call that. That wasn't the challenge. Uh, we need a bleep button. We seriously need a bleep button. We, Cor- anyway, we delay. we'll try this again. Thank We're not you. on a delay, Jason. <laughs> Let me just point out to you right now, Jason, I would not be able to keep up with you. Ooh, because I will be just off the chain if I, I need to. just bleep him when he talks. That's yeah, mean. just hold down the button. That's mean, mean. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us for another <laughs> hour of Nerdetry News. And tonight, a few of our favorite things. On SCNS Live, the Super Cool Nerd Show, I am Jason the X. This lady over here, and like I said before, I need me a Dallas Fuel shirt. It's Kat. If you're still with us, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was some technical issues yeah. getting up tonight. You could get a Dallas Fuel shirt. You just have to pay Buy for it. one. <laughs> I got other things to buy. I got this from the watch party. It wasn't from the interviews. And the lady over there who's What's not that? wearing a Dallas Fuel shirt, that's Cass. It's blue. It's close enough. But and you are video wearing, games. I like that you're wearing something directly related to what you're talking about tonight. That's cool. Yeah. So, Obviously. Well, I mean, you always wear it. It's, it this is more coincidence is than always anything. always what I talk about. Overwatch is always related. <laughs> Can't really argue. Anyway, and the lady behind the board making everything look good, make it sound pretty, and cursing the internet gods. It's Cora. Hi. Looks pretty. Oh, that that was like seriously like put you in like a blue dress and some pigtails and just. I've done that before, actually. Oh yeah, that's right. And actually, they I didn't have terrified. they didn't have pigtails. They had their hair down and just had a ribbon in their hair. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I used to do that. Anyway. We are down some of our people. Uh, Bryce, unfortunately, he is, well, he's away in a faraway, faraway land that That's you... That's all we're going to say about yeah. it's, it's, it's very mysterious, and uh, we hope that he comes back to us at some point. Anyway, and Ricardo's working, but y'all didn't care about that, did you? Did you care? Well, he has to have a real job in addition to the internship. Mm. So... Anyway, it's going to be a great night because we're talking about the favorite things, the things that we love personally as the cast. And we want to hear from some of y'all in the chat. What do y'all like? And uh, I really want to talk about that Dark Phoenix trailer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Me too. Okay, But then. I feel like it's probably for a different reason. Yeah, it probably is. But anyway, you know how we start the show off. Let's kick it off with some super cool nerd news. <laughs> So, to all you Fortnite players out there, you were probably upset just a little bit at Sony. Just a little bit when you tried to use your account on other platforms. Because, well, you know, everybody's playing Fortnite these days. Um, You will be happy to know that your complaints and some of the mean tweets that I've read. (laughs) I swear, like a week ago, reading mean tweets to Sony from Fortnite players was my crack. (laughs) Like, I, I started reading, I was like, oh, I need some popcorn for this. I literally went and got popcorn just to read it. You but you'll be that popcorn. Bill Hader gift. Oh, like, that, that was me. Because the Fortnite players were not having it. Anyway, so the big news was cross-platform playing. Xbox, Switch, yeah. PC, PS4. PlayStation and Sony did not want to play nice. They just 
refuse. You couldn't use the account that you created on other platforms. Well, now they have buckled. Guys, your voices were heard. You will now be able to cross-platform play Fortnite on the PS4. Which, Yay. honestly, this is, that's pretty groundbreaking that we're able to platform, I mean, cross-platform play a game. Yeah. Because nobody wants to play nice with each other. No, we want yeah. you to buy the game on our platform. But with millions and millions of Fortnite players, this is a different... Sorry, they look shockingly over No, uh, hi Hopkins. Hi Hopkins. Continue. Hi Hopkins. But with so many millions of players playing Fortnite, it was only a matter of time because honestly those players were like, well, I guess I'm about to go get a Switch so that I can play or an Xbox. There were a lot of people willing to leave the Sony platform. They were like, hey, wait, we like money. Let's go ahead and do that. So congratulations to all the Fortnite players out there who hilariously made all these posts on Twitter. Y'all got your way, and it's a true story. The squeaky wheel got the oil. Now go play some Fortnite, but not now. Catch us in a bit. So I They haven't had a good week, though. Uh, Xbox One went down the minute, I think, Season 6 dropped. Oh, yeah. It went down for a while. They were not the, prepared. The uh, quote-unquote embarrassing breast physics like of Season 6, they have not had a good week. They really haven't. Let's talk about those. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even. I like. I absolutely was not offended. It's just the funniest thing I've seen in a while. That's oh, not God. how they work, people. There are too many really obvious jokes about whether they like, have what, any was this, was yeah, this really necessary? Seen. It was the, the, so funny. I mean, look. I'm not. I. I don't want to say yeah. the wrong thing, <laughs> but. Them not how boobs <laughs> Okay, who seriously knows what we're talking about? Because are you fanning yourself? No, I'm no, I was mimicking how boobs work in anime too. There's legitimately an anime. Look, Hold on. Oh go God, what are we gonna? They, instead of moving like boobs work, which is basically like boom, 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 depending, they literally went like. More like what was that this. noise? Yeah, um, that's the anime sound effect for boobs. Like I thought it was a new melee attack Sack myself. <laughs> Can it be? <laughs> hey, it should be an advantage. If you pick a female character, that's that is it's your the, advantage. A top-heavy female character. Oh. You can you can get them up. It's like going low and going high on a, oh, yeah. a playing football. Up oh, and they're done. They're yeah. done. Halo, that's a honest trailers reference. I love you forever. It probably is. She's awesome. Oh, Halo. <laughs> that's our special edit as our um our yeah, um, artist alley interviews. Yeah. Halo's awesome. Um, What's up, buddy? Yeah, no, so, they, they didn't have a good week. It was, oh, so funny. I kind of wish at this point I had gotten a video just of that, because yeah. I, I, if you see the tears in my eyes yeah. when I first saw them, oh, God, I almost fell over my chair. Just like... That, oh, that's unfortunate. So, I, I, I can't go back and look at it now. We're doing I a show. I heard something, and I don't know if it's true, but somebody was telling me about Sony's cross-platform stuff that basically... They'd had a whole deal with Microsoft back in the day, and they got burned on it really bad. Like, they'd built some servers, and they'd invested a lot of money, and then they got burned. And I don't know if that's true, but if it is, it kind of, like, shed some light on yeah. maybe why they're pretty anti-cross-platform. Well, the one thing I do want to... They, they attributed a lot of this to, well, we were having problems getting it done. I'm not buying it, but 
Uh, Sony Interactive President John Kadira did say in a statement, We recognize that PS4 players have been eagerly awaiting an update, and we appreciate the community's continued patience as we have navigated through this issue to find a solution. No, you bent to players. I, 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 I want to give them the benefit of a doubt, but it sounded a bit petty. Just saying. Yeah. But it doesn't matter now because Fortnite players won, mm -hmm. and Sony likes money. So there we go. Cass, what have you got for us this week? All right, so um, in TV news, we are getting uh, a new Veronica Mars season. Um, what? If you missed the show when it went off air in like 1998. No, in uh, I think it was mid-2000s. Uh, if you enjoyed the movie, apparently uh, it will not be like the movie. It will take a much darker tone, which is... Uh, which is interesting, but very, very uh, Cali Noir, which is how the original series was, but the movie was a lot lighter. Um, we have definitely Kristen Bell back, we have Jason Doring, uh, Percy Dax III, Francis Capra, all have signed on as, um, well, as returning their characters. We don't have any word on Enrico Colantoni, who played Keith, Veronica's father. We don't have any word if he's coming back. Um, which you can't really have Veronica Mars without her dad. Like, he's a big part of the... He's just kind of a package So deal. I'm a little shocked to hear that. But... And and that's... I mean, it got announced, like, three days ago. Maybe the contract's so, not, not, yeah, it's it's, not on paper it yet. It could be that it's not finalized. Okay. I don't think he's... Wasn't he doing... He was doing something... Well, he was a bad guy on something recently, but I don't think he's doing anything currently that's long-term. Um, we have been told that the books will be canon, um, obviously the movie's gonna be canon, but it's gonna be a darker, bigger world. The reason I wanted to talk about this is that, uh, it's coming next year. On the writing staff will be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Weave. The no? basketball player. He's writing for the Veronica Mars. He's never written for, um, television. He's never, but he has written some books. As I go to IMDb. Yeah, he's written some books uh, about Sherlock Holmes, which I just looked huh. up because I didn't know that he had ever written anything in his life. Um, but yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, ladies and gentlemen, that our does... new television writer, obviously. It, it does make me feel better that he has some writing experience, He though. does, and he's written... Uh, Obviously, he wrote an autobiography. He's written yeah. a lot of nonfiction, but he's also written fiction, um, always with other writers, which I imagine this will also be with other writers. But yeah, I'm kind of interested to see. He's a best-selling author, apparently. Yeah, Dang, really? Well, his autobiography, yeah, was best-selling. Still. I don't know about anything else. But yeah, like, I'm really interested to see what he does with it. I Yeah. All right. Nice to see him expand. I mean, the guy's 71 years old. It's nice to see he's still got a rabbit in the hat, you know? Yeah. So uh, what platform is Veronica Mars going to be on, by uh, I think it's being produced by Hulu. Um, oh, okay, good, good. I want to I want yeah, on something uh, It's being produced by Hulu, uh, which means that they can do some more yes. adult things that they couldn't do because it originally aired on UPN, Yeah. Think, <laughs> w oh, yeah. No, it was UPN. 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 Um, so, yeah, with the Hulu platform, they can kind of tell a more adult story um, that they couldn't at first. Although the original series is decently dark, like starts out with her best friend getting murdered. It's one of those shows where it's like, 
Is anybody watching? Can we get away with this? Yeah. <laughs> Because it was like, UPS. Turn quicker. That's what streaming platforms do. Is um, there's not so many like, I guess like technical steps and hoops they have to go through. It seems like they're able to adjust quicker. So yeah. Considering it's Hulu will probably get like episodes every week. Not like Netflix releases everything at the same time, but like yeah. with like The Handmaid's Tale, those come out every week. So yeah. I'm okay with that. And I think we'll probably also get a shorter season. Uh, which I, I haven't looked. I don't know uh, if they've released the number of episodes, but I'm thinking probably, you know, 10, 13, something like that. Is it too far for this series? Has it been too long? No. You don't think so? No. It's a, kind of a universal story, I think. Uh, just a girl. Just a... Oh, don't get me wrong. I love Kristen Bell. Just a... I, I love her. I she's don't know. She's going to be just, busy. She is, yeah. And that's why I'm thinking that it will be a shorter season as well, because she's got the good place. Oh, yeah. She's also in. Hmm. Which is an amazing show, by the way. I if love ever watched place. place, it's awesome. Tied Cass's arms and feet and made her watch. Because I, I didn't want to watch it. I thought it was stupid. And then she was like, no, you need to watch like, this. Did you see the end of the first season? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, you would know. You would know. Apparently <laughs> the chat is all about UPN, UPN. They had Smackdown. So, you know. Oh, yeah. WWE. They did. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, Cora, go ahead. Oh. What have you got? Oh, okay. Y'all keep surprising yeah. me. Oh. I love when she's like looking away. <laughs> That's what I do. It. Rude. That is mean. They can't see it on camera. Oh, not on camera. Ha ha. She's pointing at him and we know pointing is rude. She's letting yes. me know I'm number one. Speaking of pointing, everyone get your pointer fingers ready because Ace Attorney is going to be coming to the Switch. <laughs> the original... Killing it. The original trilogy is coming back to the Switch, or is coming back to us in the form of the Switch. I am so excited because I love this series a lot. It's really fun. If y'all haven't given it a chance, it is a visual novel style story where you find clues, you solve cases with a cast that is absolutely insane. Like, this is the tamest picture from the entire series. It, That's it, a perfect one. Yeah. I believe this is, I think, after the end of the first game. You have this beautiful screenshot. Um, it, it, it's just great. And I'm really excited that they that Capcom has announced that it will be coming to the Switch. I will definitely be rebuying the entire original trilogy so that I can play it on my Switch, mostly because I'm excited about playing it on a screen that's bigger so I can actually point and click oh, yeah. on the because you have you you can search the areas for the clues but it's really hard to like like sit there with a ds and be like i want that one when the image is like that big now that it's going to be bigger i can more accurately click on like the trunk of the car or specifically this thing in the car it'll be interesting and please everyone buy it so i think it's a perfect game to come to that platform honestly i mean it's oh, yeah it's been primarily a portable game anyway I, I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it like the with the uh pointer with the little stylus yeah and it did come to the wii u at one point they did bring the original trilogy and some of the other games to the wii u the only thing that i'm going to be interested to see how they do is it's always been a split screen game because the ds had that split screen so you had the top screen as what the characters were saying and what the environment looked like, and then you had the bottom screen that you could use for your start menu and for, you know, the searching of clues. So it'll be interesting how they kind of work with that, 
Because in court cases, having that split screen was really important because your the person that's being questioned would say something and you would want to keep that sentence up so you could find the piece of evidence that contradicts the exact date they said or the time they said or what they said, period. I fully expect them to make use of the gyro controls on the oh, Switch. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh, what if they do that for searching? Oh, God. Yes, oh God. that is what I'm seeing. Like, I want to see that integration <laughs> with that game. So, okay, that's... Thank Using you. that technology. Done. <laughs> Just take my money. <laughs> I've been playing the crap out of the uh, online stuff right now. I'm I'm almost I've almost completed <laughs> Super Mario Bros. three. So I hate, I hate you a little. Aww. It's the Little best raccoon Mario. ears and he turns into a statue. I don't know. I love Super Mario sorry, 3. sorry. See, Super Mario World was always my favorite. I love Super Mario. I loved uh, all three and Super Mario World one, two, and three. And I know there was a lot of hate for two. No, but two I was like great. It. Yeah, two was fun. Was well, fun. that's you. It's great. And it had the eagle. The where you pulled plants out of the ground to hit people. Oh, I love to. Instead of being able to step on them and stop them to death. Well, technically, that was based off of a different Mario game, but, but it was, but it was licensed over here as Mario too. Whatever, you had to find a plant or like pick an enemy up. And Again, a bonus game. It introduced America to like jackpot games, <laughs> slots. Isn't there an old TV show called Ace Attorney? No. No. What was the one? What was the TV show? The super old TV show? It was like black and white. Uh, oh boy, here we go. It's a bald guy. Is, is Kojak? He's supposed to be this amazing, amazing lawyer. It's Andy like Griffin. old drama. <laughs> oh like no, old, uh, like not, it's not drama. Kojak. It's um. It's not it's Ironside. It's not Matlock. It's the other one. Dick Van Dyke? No, it's not Ironside. I, I can't think of it. I know which one you're talking about. Guys in the chat, help me out. I, I'm I'm old, but that's why my memory's going. Anyway. While there is not a show, just a real quick thing. There is a movie, a live action movie that Japan did for Ace Attorney. And to this day, I will continue to sing its praises as the only video game movie adaptation that actually was good. Silent and, Hill. And, well, Silent Hill was also on that list. But it's also the one that was the closest to the source material that they based it Silent on. Who was Silent not Hill that. was not. Exactly. But it was so <laughs> good. Silent Hill was a good movie, but not fixed in the <coughs> yeah. thing. But Ace Attorney only had one thing that was wrong. Perry was Mason. Sorry. Oh, Perry Mason. That's right. I forgot about him. He wasn't Perry bald. Perry Mason. Was he not? Perry Mason was not bald. <laughs> Somebody was bald. Somebody was old. Yeah, Carl. Yes. Harry <laughs> He was Came out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Silent Hill Forever. Anyway, let's get on with the new Cat. I do fully expect some integration and I wanna see that. So Oh absolutely. Yeah. This show never was on the rails, so it's just <laughs> actually be freaking Perry um, Mason references here. Cap, <laughs> save us, bring us back. What you got? <laughs> Nothing that will do that. <laughs> so what do you guys know about Beauty Gate 2018? Wait, what? The new iPhone XS and oh, yeah. XS oh, Max oh. has an 8 megapixel selfie camera. Megapixels don't matter. Don't let anyone tell you they do. Anyway, and users are saying that their selfies are looking overly smoothed and like they've been touched up and they're oh boy oh goodness i have to defend this as a photographer what is happening is most likely two things 
I know it takes automatic HDR photos, which is, it takes several photos to get the lightest and darkest part of the picture and merges them. Alright, so photos with HDR look smoother. And also it has automated noise reduction. Noise reduction is the exact filter that you use in Photoshop to smooth someone's skin out. So in defense of Apple, I don't think they're intentionally smoothing out skin. I think that lower light photos, which is how way too many people take selfies, look a little bit smoother because of that noise reduction. So don't stress Apple didn't think you were ugly. And if you want you to look more like you in a selfie, then get more light. <laughs> That's a PSA. That's a creepy picture. I'm sorry. When compared with the yeah. other one. Like when I saw you put that in the chat, because we don't ever tell what our stories are. We just provide pictures. And I was like, what yeah. the, the, the uncanny valley is starting to happen here. But I get it. I I'll get let it. her know she said, you said that. It's Who's, my cousin. That's your cousin? <gasps> no. no, it's not. <laughs> You uh, know me for a second. I was like, who is that? Cousin who? Cousin Ca who? Castle, like, which cousin is that? Uh, uh, Hannah, I'm going to need you to ban uh, Xander Price in the chat. Just go uh, ahead and do that. Um, I'm on, I can't ban from the Facebook chat, but why? Because uh, he's saying my Dinobot's ugly, and uh, he's clearly wrong. Go ahead and ban him. He's not Permaban, please. Your Dinobot is thick. Uh, well, <laughs> it's not shaped like a raptor at all. But that's exactly how the animation model looks, so I really can't say anything. Just so you know, apparently our dad is watching. Yeah. Our dad is watching. Bryce is oh, in the chat. In the Your chat. dad is what? watching. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in the YouTube chat. Our dad is watching. <laughs> hey, hey, dude. It's a new here. show tagline. <laughs> as, he, as he is, is away in a faraway magical land, give Hope me some poutine. Hope you <laughs> Provide us details. Anyway. Yeah, we told you to do Not that. too many details. Some details. Well, that has been the news. Thank you, guys. So let's move on because uh, this morning we got a new trailer. Yes, we did. For the, I guess, the last X-Men movie that Fox is going to handle. Fox's uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Mm -hmm. um, this movie has been kicked back a couple of dates or a couple of days, a couple of weeks, months. Uh, also been, um, had some reshoots done. And then we got the trailer. We talked about that. I know we talked about that. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to flat out say it. I love the X-Men. I do not care about this movie. This is it. This is the last thing that Fox is going to do with Marvel properties. And it's, it's for the best. Okay. Please continue Deadpool. Kill this universe. I looked at this trailer and all I saw was the last stand all over again. Oh, Jean Grey, Jean Grey goes crazy. How about we do an actual Phoenix storyline with, oh, I don't know, the Shi'ar, the Star Jammers, make it an actual cosmic-based threat. It's just Jean going crazy again. Let's see the love story between her and Cyclops. Go, that always she, makes she, sense. she goes to Magneto, and Magneto, oh, you're right, and you should absolutely do this thing. It's just a rehash, and I honestly, these are in the past. There's nothing else going to happen with these. Why are you so mad? Why? Yeah. I'm I, I, I mad because it looks like a rehash of The Last Stand, oh. which is the weakest X-Men movie there is. Which is the weakest <laughs> X-Men movie? Besides uh, uh, X-Men movie. Okay. Not okay. singular okay. X-Men. Okay. Okay. Because okay. so you know I, what I was about to say. <laughs> we're going to say... Um, Apocalypse. Oh, oh. 
is the weakest. Oh. No, no, I, I was going to say Wolverine Origins. Origins. Oh, no, I God, no. X-Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this is the weakest one. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. It's uh, still. Overlap, yeah. No, Apocalypse is the worst. It's so, the weakest. No, yeah. no. Okay. Apocalypse was bad. First off, they had already set them up to have new uniforms at the end of that movie. And what do we see? They're all back in training outfits again. I could not care less about what outfits they're so, in. The no, movie this was is, bad. This is how okay. you determine the strength of a movie, apparently. I have, just have the outfits. No, and it's it's not even that. It's just that it's this is it. There's nothing else going to be done with this universe. Kevin Feige is working to fix the problems that Fox has created and bring the X-Men proper into the Marvel Universe. So why should I care about this movie? I don't. I'm just going to go watch it. I mean, I'll probably watch, watch it at some point. I, I, I just, don't know. I'm going to go watch but it. It looks like a rehash of The Last Stand. Come on, man. If you made a rehash of The Last Stand and made a good movie... Then I will like it. The Last Stand isn't. Uh, it's not. If you take her storyline, I was about to be like, okay, but there's the Magneto Bridge thing, and that was bad. But her story isn't awful. She in the Last Stand, she's. It was just told badly. So if you have her struggling with her power and her struggling to understand her power, and all that, that could be an interesting story. It's just it that it wasn't told. <laughs> it could be. I like that. A lot That's of things so could happen. I'm just saying traditional. No, no, no please continue. The yeah. have not played out. Please continue. Go ahead. Yeah, this. I haven't had a good X-Men movie in a minute. Uh, Logan? X-Men. Well, oh, <laughs> X-Men. And you did it again. Just hit the hypocrite sign yeah. right there. If we're going to be litigious about it. Oh, there's, there's a puppy! There's a puppy in the studio! Hi, buddy. Oh, he can't a come good boy. She. She's a good boy. <laughs> okay, hey, go to Oh, she can't come see me because she'll knock the cameras over. Go sad oh. now. I looked up just in time to see my own reaction. <laughs> like, on camera. Maybe like, it was a... She's a, she's a very good girl. I got her. I actually got her a gift today. Aww. You ever seen those big mitts that, like, get their mm. fur off? Yeah. I bought two of those. So I can just oh, she's going to love that. Yeah, she loves contact. So, And, that's, gonna... and this gets rid of the hair on her at the same time. So anyway. She's we gonna... all love contact, Jason. Dogs, it's actually good for them to be petted. It's good it for helps blood people to be touched as well. Anyway. Captain <laughs> America. Where I didn't you? say a word. Anyway. Um, continuing on with X-Men Dark weird. Phoenix. I'm sorry a dog came in the room, everybody. Anyway. That one. That one. Go ahead. Why are you excited for Dark Phoenix? I'm not. Excited is a strong word. Um, okay. I'm going to watch Dark Phoenix mostly for the performances. Um, writing has never been their strong suit. But... <laughs> rude. But uh, X-Men, when it is good, it lives in its performances. Um, and pretty much all of the... They're good actors. Like... It's a struggling James McAvoy, life, Michael Fassbender, Sophie Turner, they're all good actors. And so I'm willing to watch it just for the performances. As long as it isn't truly terrible storytelling, then who knows? It might be a good movie. Some of their biggest mistakes have been makeup mistakes. Covering the ability of Oscar of Isaac to, perform. to move his face. It's well, almost he did like now, you need so. that. 
That was the worst part of that movie. Him and that and not not saying his name. You're not saying his name. No, 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 no. no. Apocalypse. Oh, you don't want to. He said, I demand your worship. I demand that you drop everything. I am your new god. What's your name? No idea. What's his name, son? That's like the number one thing with gods, is that you worship them by their name. Cor, you got an opinion on Dark Phoenix? I know Ricardo was really hyped for this. I didn't see the trailer, so... (laughs) I didn't either. I I haven't cared about an X-Men movie since X-Men 2. Legitimately. Logan's really good. I I enjoy... Or, or, I'm sorry. I was excited for X-Men 3 because I enjoyed X-Men 2 when it came out. And then I didn't get to watch X-Men 3. I got spoiled that... A bunch of my favorite characters just didn't show up, like um, Nightcrawler, because he didn't sign the contract for it. Well, didn't we go and, see um, the the second one, uh, Days of Future Past? Didn't we go see that? Yeah, I wasn't excited about that. Okay, I, I went to see it because I like Hugh Back Jackman. The future, that is legitimately the reason I enjoy I enjoyed the movies because I like Hugh Jackman. I like that we got a proper Bishop in that movie. There was that. Too. Bishop was one of my favorite characters. There was that too. The uh, I don't sorry I don't care about X-Men Bishop comics, the so. large black man with the with the dreadlocks that oh, was yeah, redirecting yeah, yeah. energy yeah, yeah, yeah. I just he recently, was, I just recently got awesome. a good figure of him too and I, I like uh, Bishop that was awesome yeah like there were parts of that movie that were good I like Warpath I like seeing my X-Men on on camera like I, if we're if we're gonna get to the nitty gritty of it the X-Men are my favorite property I've just hated really? they've been mishandled for many years Interesting. I I have always been an X-Men fan when um. Jim Lee, when they split the teams into the gold and blue teams back in the 90s, those are some of my favorite. I literally beat a guy up because he ripped up an X-Men comic of mine. To be fair, he was being a douche. That's true. So. I-, I love the X-Men, and I just hate that they have not been properly handled. I, I do like X-Men, X2. I enjoy Days of Future Past. Logan is probably the masterpiece of the X-Men series. So, Definitely. With this, but with them being in the split universe, it was hard to equally care because it they just seem to not get the better movies. Yeah. And when Marvel started making Avengers and Captain America, I, I want my ex-people to get this treatment. Yeah. Um, oh. I, I really like First Class as well. I don't see who said that. Um, first Class, I really, really, really enjoy First Class. Uh, despite, who was it? Uh, uh, Kevin. I was Kevin in the chat. Hi, Kevin. Oh, hi. From the hi, chat, Kessie. a lot of people were disappointed with Apocalypse. And a lot of people want this to redeem Apocalypse. And a lot of people think it's going to take a lot to forget about Apocalypse. <laughs> I do like... Uh, I did like First Class. Um, except for... What is his name? Kevin something? Kevin? He's in everything. He was in First Class. He's a bad yeah, guy in Kevin. First Class. Kevin Bacon. Costner. Bacon. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Oh! Besides his slightly wandering characterization um i i thought it was a good movie so like I, they can make good movies they haven't they just didn't in a while in apocalypse cat thoughts on the trip i didn't see it oh just I not chopping at the bit to see this one huh that's the thing is like i'm actually apathetic about it yeah i tried to like apocalypse i really hate overly produced things it's like like they got so excited about using effects and experience there that they didn't care if it was the right way to go about the story. I cannot believe you just threw that shade. 
not at you. I know. But whatever it's an amateur storyteller slash movie maker decision is to care about how the story looks ahead of the content of the story. And as a result, they lost both. Yeah. And admittedly, what last week's news of Kevin Feige has been working on integrating the X-Men into this Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's like, I don't care about anything else that is in the way of that. It's not in the way. It's... Yeah, it is. It's a last hurrah. Like, why not go they see... They could blow up the universe. Why not go care. see if Sophie Turner learned how to do an American accent? That is a nice way to say cash grab. Yeah. Trista, love the 90s cartoon. Absolutely. Which, actually, they're making 90s X-Men right now in Toy Biz, and I love it. I love every... They're making 90s X-Men. Yeah, That's great. I do want to see Sophie Turner and see if she can pull it together. I felt like she was a little bit like wooden from trying yes. too hard to do her accent. Yeah. But when she wasn't talking, when she was doing so the burst good. out of the Into the Dark Phoenix excuse me, towards end the end of Apocalypse yeah. when she like she got all her crazy powerful realizations, her face was on point. So. She was, and I mean I, we've seen her for years. She's a good actress. It just I'm just, I've, I've already said my piece. I'm not going to say it again. Yeah. Well, then stop making faces at, at ours. I'm waiting for Wolverine and Captain America to have a World War II movie. Anyway. Moving on. So, we are talking about also tonight some of our favorite things. So, we're going to end on a great, a good note, a happy note. Because Cora suggested this because it's some something something's going on. This I don't know. Uh, Cora, can you elaborate what, what's this made-up holiday <laughs> yeah, or whatever? Yeah, tell us you, about things. <clears throat> so... This week is Suikoden Day. I know that it's Who? day and week. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so, Suikoden Day is a week-long celebration of the Suikoden fan- franchise. It, well, it used to be just one day, and now it's extended to an entire week, so next year they are going to officially rename it. But because of that, and because Suikoden is something that I care a lot about, figured we would talk about some of our favorite things, things that we genuinely care about things that make us who we are. And of course, with all nerd people of our type, we have many things like that. But this week we all picked one thing that is super important to us. We're going to kind of talk about it. Talk about yours. Okay. <laughs> so unsurprisingly, mine is going to be Suikoden because of the, of what's going on. Friggin' shocker. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Suikoden is a video game franchise. The main story is um, f- told over five games, each with a connected, like, it's an entirely connected universe, and you follow kind of the history of the world, and they reference other games, and they reference other histories in that, which is something that doesn't happen a lot with JRPGs, especially ones that go so long. They even have some offshoot games that kind of fill in the gaps between games which we didn't get over here and I'm still slightly salty about that one just a little but as you can see like these are your heroes throughout the games you have the first second third fourth and fifth heroes I'm sad that this didn't include in the third because in the third one you can choose your hero and one of them is a female knight and she's amazing and she's my favorite but I wanted everybody and I couldn't find one that didn't have or that had the prince too but this game has meant a lot this series has meant a lot to me my brother-in-law showed them 
to me. It was a way that we bonded and how I got to know him a little better. So these games have kind of found their way in my heart and in my soul. And I've wanted other people to enjoy them because the story is, at least for the first game, it's, it's fairly simple, but the moments you have with the characters are just emotional because you actually see these characters as fleshed out creations instead of just, oh, here's a character. You're supposed to care about them because they have dialogue. Even the characters that you only meet for maybe five minutes have a lasting impression. There's a character named Maximilian in the first game and he shows up again in the second game. You, you just run into him. You have a chance encounter with running into him essentially is how it feels. And he is a, he's an old man, but he is wanting to have one final grandiose fight. He's, he used to be a knight and he wants to fight for honor again. So he joins your army. That's it. That's the extent of his character. He is one of the best characters in that game because his dialogue is so great. And they paid that much attention to detail to everybody. It's wonderful. I, I'm actually going to be making a video for the channel going more in-depth with Suikoden 1 and 2 and then into the others, but those are the contained ones for now. Hearing her passion over it, you kind of <laughs> understand why she's so crazy about it, right? You said your brother-in-law, right? Got yeah. you into it initially? Yes. What was it about it that drew you? The um, story? Kind of. It's actually kind of funny. I didn't want to play it at first. The American box art for the first game was absolutely atrocious. I, <laughs> like, I want you guys to imagine the, the artwork on the old D&D... Um, like A two D and D adventure guides, ah! but in a romance novel style. Oh, that's what the the cover was because I remember. Ooh, that mental picture. That's rough. <laughs> I'll show you guys the cover after. No, thank you. Go on. <laughs> um, I I remember actually seeing that in a GameStop when they used to sell PlayStation One games, and I turned my nose up at it because I'm like, what is that? It looks stupid. And of course, they didn't have the discs inside because when you open the disc. The disc has the original box art on it, so it actually it has the style of the actual game on it. But he pulled that that disc out with that box art. I'm like, I'm not playing that. And he showed me the book inside and showed me the artwork. He's like, give it ten minutes. If you don't like it after ten minutes, you don't have to play it. Two hours later, <laughs> he's like trying to take it back. You're like, no, no. He was actually really excited that I wanted to keep playing, and the only reason I stopped was because I had to get up early in the morning for work. That's never stopped me. Nope. It, well, it's not it, a good thing. I had to do inventory, so I had to be able to count. He's like, one, yeah. two, one, two. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but it was it was really fun. He started telling me just, like, little tiny things. Like, he, it, it took a lot for him not, to not backseat game because he was so excited. He wanted me to experience everything. But he would sit there and be like, so let me tell you just like random stuff about the history of the world that you won't get in these games. Because they were in games that they didn't bring over here. So he told me just like little tiny things about the magic system called runes. There are special things called true runes that only certain people can wield. And you're, the main character in the first one gets one of the most powerful ones. Is it when you're pure of heart? No. <laughs> he, like, they can be passed on to others. Like... Just one, the person that's passing it on has to be willing. And some of them are actually seen as a curse. Because, like, the, the rune in the first game 
it's called the Soul Eater rune, and it's called that for a reason. And it doesn't sound great. It doesn't, and it's like it's always funny to me because they're like they're like don't use it. It's bad. It's cursed. And I'm like, but if I use it, this enemy dies. So I'm just gonna use it now. But in that same vein, they kind of balanced it so that you can't just like overuse it and there's no potion that gives you that power back you have to sleep it over and so they kind of work it out that way and in the first game it, that's you i abused the crap out of that in the first game just like oh well i'll just go back and sleep and come back and do that back and forth in the second game there are certain characters you can't recruit after a certain number of days and if you want to get the good ending you have to recruit all 107 other characters hmm. How's it working out for you? It's actually not that hard. There's quite a few of them that are plot important, but there are certain characters that aren't. And in two, it's a lot harder to, or it's a lot easier to miss certain characters. I missed one. So I got the bad ending and I'm still mad because it was a character that I couldn't find because I was looking for her too early. So when I went back, oh. so I went oh. back to look for her later and she was gone. And I realized I couldn't get the character that I was looking for because I didn't talk to her. It's one character, you talk to her, and then it spawns another character later to show up that's looking for her. And it starts a whole whole side quest that I've never finished because you have to finish it in gameplay under 30 hours. By the way, getting to that point, that's at the end of the game and that's at least 40 hours away. So you have to, like, cheat. <laughs> the cheats are fun, though. <laughs> So this is why this week all it's just it, it, it's just an entire celebration of people that are you have, gonna do artwork? I am trying to do artwork. I was doing some. I knew it. Didn't get finished. Um, there actually there's actually for people that don't write or draw or cosplay, they do have some other raffles going on, where certain ones are like certain pictures. Another one is what they've called Suikoden Feels, and it's tell us why Suikoden is important to you. And that's it. Just why is this important to you? There was one. There's one couple. They met each other by chance on a forum for a convention in their area, and found out. Like she saw it first. He had an icon for one of the characters, and they started talking. Seven years late. Seven years later, and two years of marriage. Suikoden is what brought them together, and it's still there, very prominent in their lives. And so that, like, for example, people have been submitting things like that, and they've got prizes that have, like, rare merchandise that you can't find anymore, or you can only get in Japan because America's level of merchandise is, like, none. You can find the games, and good luck, that's it. In Japan, they still actually celebrate this game a lot. They're still, like, they just got, they just had a symphonic concert for the Suikoden games recently, which, if you have not listened to the music, go listen to that. That actually alone would probably entice you enough to listen to the music or to go play the games. And if you want us to go to Japan, go to our Patreon. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Japan is amazing. Everyone should visit at least once. On a, on a final note, the music in the game is absolutely phenomenal. I highly recommend going listening to the soundtracks. They have the regular soundtracks. They actually came out with a Celtic version of the soundtracks, which is amazing. They can't, there's piano versions, there's guitar versions, there's a million different versions of them, and they're all fantastic. And if y'all don't take this away from me, I'm going to keep talking. Did anyone feel like this is why <laughs> she picked the topic for this week's show? 
So she could talk about speaking it. She was fairly was transparent. No, was yeah. Yeah. I, I was pretty clear she about that. She was like, I want to talk about thing. Let's and this is my thing. excuse to talk about it. Yeah. No, nope. seriously. And and from the chat, everyone loves uh, why you like speaking so much. Thank you. Now go play so. it, please. It's on the PlayStation Network for $4. What? Oh, really? Yeah, PlayStation. No. Yeah, for the really? yeah the first game on is on the Sweet. PlayStation Network for about four or five dollars somewhere around there. Last time I checked, you can also get the second and third games. The final thing I'm going to say is your save data from the first game transfers to the second game. Oh. So if there's there are certain characters that will reappear in the second game, which oh. they're all my favorites, so that made me happy. But if you level them up as high as you can, give them the best armor and the best weapons, they will have them in the next game. Which I didn't realize when nice. I did my first playthrough, nice. and then I found that out, and I'm like, yes. So if you get these two characters that show up at the beginning, and they'll only usually be like level five, if you get them to like level thirty, they're level thirty when they join your party. Nice. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna just raffle stomp everything so, now. Wait, you can buy this game? Yes, on uh, PlayStation. I'm legit interested for four bucks. Yeah. Yep. You never told us that. I thought I did. Every nope. time you've talked about Suikoden, nope. I've been like, oh, that game sounds super cool. <laughs> Guess I'll enjoy never being able to play it. You have never told us about it. Oh, well, that's my bad. So anyway. Yeah, it's on the PlayStation Network, and I, if you ever want to borrow them, because they don't have four or five on the PlayStation Network, for some reason I have those. <laughs> but that's, that's, So yeah. moving on to the next person Cass here. Cass is very angry. Stop, right stop. I need to go last, because I'm going to swear. Okay, then. Uh, Cass. Favorite thing. Uh, okay. When people don't tell you stuff. When people don't tell you that you can play this video game they've been talking about for the entire time that you've known them. Okay. So, um, if you've noticed for the past, I don't know, three or four months, uh, I wear this almost every show. It's an onk necklace. Um, since your birthday. Since my birthday. Yeah. So three three months um i've worn it i think every show uh it is a reference to death the character death uh from sandman as uh, a 1990s comic book series uh, written by neil gaiman um that i just did that tick thing i hear it now yeah uh <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that's never going away. Um, so, I guess I'll start with why I got into it. Um, I got into this because it was written by Neil Gaiman, who I had kind of just discovered. This is probably three or four years ago. And uh, it turned out that he had written a comic book series. And I really had never read comic books, mostly because of my one giant issue. Most comic books especially characters I would be interested in, have been around for like 50 years. And you can't just pick up Batman and be like, I'm gonna start Batman from the beginning without spending probably, like definitely hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars if you were trying to get everything Batman has ever done. The major storylines, yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. I'm poor. Uh, and so I always wanted to start a comic book from the beginning and read it to the end. The whole story, that's how I like to read stories. And so it always bothered me that I could never do that. In this case, it ran for, I think, eight years. Um, and so the whole thing, you can buy the whole thing. You can buy it. You can buy the thing and you can enjoy the thing because it's available. <laughs> uh, 
And so I, you know, it was kind of interesting. And then I looked at it, and uh, it's about uh, basically the incarnation of the idea of dreaming. And uh, his name is Morpheus, or Dream. Uh, or he, the Sandman. Or the Sandman. Uh, he uh, is actually loosely based on a character that was already in the, uh, I think, DC universes produced by Vertigo. That had it was like this it had thing. A gas mask. Had like this gas mask and different it had, Sandman. It had nothing to do, but it's based off that. Uh, part of him is based off that. Um, it like it was this garbage. It had a thing. It had no character whatsoever, and it didn't involve dreaming, which is stupid. And Neil Gaiman was like, "All right, I'm going to take like three things from that," <laughs> and he created this entire universe of. Uh, in the DC universe, but also the dream worlds, which Morpheus controls, uh, except at the beginning of the Sandman, he has been captured and uh, basically forced to live in this tiny thing for like 50 years. Um, How does he feel about that? And he is sad about that. Uh, he is, <laughs> he's kind of a bummer a lot of the time. He's a very solemn character, um, and I absolutely adore him for that. Uh, He has know. the weight of the world on his shoulders. Give him a break. Sometimes he just wants to feed his birds. It's like he's a tragic character, but he's all powerful as well. It's it's and it's a weird dynamic to me. He's it's one of the things I liked about. It's him. an but interesting he's also dynamic. Very, he's too. very kind, um, which was my number one favorite thing about the Sandman. Is there's not a punch thrown. It doesn't happen. This is about uh, something that it's entirely outside of like violence. It's entirely outside of well, a lot of things about comic books is that you have these ama amazing characters that get reduced down to punch and throw and punch and so throw. current storyline and course yeah. of events. And um, he doesn't throw punches. He A lot of his problems arise. <laughs> but uh, you still get an idea of how powerful he is as a character. He, yeah, he, has, he it controls the entire dream world. Exactly. Um, and he is not all knowing, but he has this outside of humanity perspective on how he sees the world. Uh, and this kind of bigger than life, bigger than everything, but he still cares about things that are very small. He cares about individual people, and he cares about and his birds. siblings. Um, and birds. He cares about birds. He wants to feed the birds. Um, he cares about his siblings. Uh, my favorite of whom is Death. Uh, she is if the Grim Reaper was kind. Uh, and not ugly. And not ugly. She's very pretty. Um, she, uh, they appear as young, just young people. Um, he appears as about like a 20-year-old most of the time. Like He's, Trent Reznor at the height of his popularity. Pretty much. He legitimately uh, just looks like they put Neil Gaiman as a comic book character. He does. It's uh, great. With like a harder <laughs> chin and eyes that I cannot figure out how to make glow. Yeah. His eyes, form. his eyes are basically black and then just there's a sparkle of glow in them. And he's, he's I don't know, he's kind and he's very calm and he, um, he tries his best, he just tries his best to help people and it doesn't always go his way. And then he gets very sad about it, and I think that's adorable. But they're, the stories are very, very strange. Um, if you want to get into this, know that the first 
set basically the first year is one storyline and it's just him trying to find a bunch of stuff and defeat this one and you know just like a normal story and then Neil Gaiman started doing whatever he wanted and it's like well, him in the desert with a cat and there's just a bunch of cats and there's a version Matthew. of him and then Matthew and just hanging out and the guy's head's a pumpkin and all these different things but it's beautiful and it's interesting and all of these things start to kind of connect and this this giant universe and you feel how big the universe is to him and how big everything is to him and yet he cares about things that are really small he cares about doing the right thing and i love that one of the things that drew me into sam man uh, the the first few runs of it was the art of sam keith uh -huh. which i followed sam keith's art when he went and started doing the max as well for image yeah. So, and it's it's typically an art style I don't like for my stories. Like, Mark yeah. Texera kind of has a similar art style. Yeah. But when I saw Sam Keats, I was kind of like, okay, I want to, I, I kind of want to read this story. And it fit for that particular character. It did. It's breathtaking. Some of the art is breathtaking. The comic covers of the individual mm. ones Ooh, I love are those. vastly different, usually from the inside contents, but yeah. they are also beautiful. A lot of them are like mixed media. It made you want to know more. Like, what is this book about? And a couple of them are absolutely terrifying. Because remember, this is a dream <laughs> yeah. world. People have nightmares. This is where those nightmares take place. People there is one... There's one character in particular that I don't... I don't look at the pages too long. <laughs> because uh, his name's the Corinthian. And he... Yeah. He's terrifying. Oh, yeah. Um, it makes me want to go on. Real I'm glad quick, I have a who computer. Who got you into it? Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my friend. I really we don't remember. We talked about her and who got her into it. Yeah. Um, ah. I like the people in the chat are like, hey, we need to go check this out. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah my friend Dallas uh, got me into it. He uh, He's amazing. Um, he's oh, one of my best friends. Amazing. He's one of my best friends in the world, and I love him very much. But he, uh, I, I wanted to read it, but I was like, you know, I don't have the money. And he bought the entire collection and let me borrow it so I could read it. And me. And he bought yeah, it for her, cute. but I read it. Um, <laughs> and he is the reason that I love it so much, and he is the reason that I actually read comic books now. I read a decent amount of comic books, and he's why. Um, yeah, he... Pro <coughs> he provided... <laughs> Moment. <laughs> so out of he clips that I'm going to have for, like, a blooper show, that's going in there. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Chris, I'm sorry. I know you listen on headphones. I'm so Aww. sorry. Yeah, quick shout out. Dallas is amazing and he's a great nerd and his enthusiasm is oh, contagious. Thanks for joining us, Dallas. Thank you. That sounds like a shout out to a city. Dallas, we're we, happy we, to have yeah. all of you oh, watching yes, us. Dallas. We're kind of there. Anyway. Anyways. Oh, we're good. Okay. Um, Read it if you haven't. So, uh, my passion, um, of course, is toy collecting. Really? Okay. No, I, I know. I mean, it, this image does not mean anything. <laughs> that is literally a drop in the bucket. You should have, like, panned before it's all there else. I'm going to post it on Instagram. I can find a picture. Anyway, um, I don't know. A 360-degree wow. shot of the room or something. Um, and, of course, one of my favorite properties is Transformers. And there's a reason for that. Okay, I'm, 
I didn't have a lot of stuff growing up. Unfortunately, I grew up poor, very, very poor. I actually um, was raised by several people. One of the people that raised me was my, my godmother. Her name was Mama Mabel. I didn't have, at one point, any toys. But um, if y'all remember a couple things about Dallas, Dallas, downtown Dallas used to be like a hub for this shopping. This is the city now. Yeah, downtown okay. Dallas. Used to be a hub for shopping. There was a place called E.L. Greens back in the day. And Mama Mabel took me down there, and I was look. I was always used to looking at toys and not being able to buy them and not being able to get them. Um, as a kid, I would actually cut toys out, the pictures out of the toy catalogs, and I would have them, and they would be my toys because Aww, I couldn't afford. Like a dream board. Yeah, I cut I cut them out as close as I could, so I'd have all my little transformers. And uh, I was looking at I was looking at um, back in the day, Soundwave from the Transformers. Yeah. Because he was a boombox. And uh, Mama was like, uh, do you want that? I immediately put it down because I was like, I can't, we, we don't get toys. And she was like, no, pick it back up. And she was like, do you want that? I'm like, well, yeah, but I don't get toys. And it was just such a weird feeling at that point for somebody to actually take it. And she was like, pick another one because she looked at the price. It was affordable. So she said, pick another one. So I picked uh, Bumblebee, the original Bumblebee. And she bought both of them for me. Um, for a kid that literally had nothing to his name, that meant a lot. Yeah. I still have those two Transformers to this day. I have not, they have gone everywhere with me, though I've had plenty of toys that have gone in and out. I've bought thousands of dollars worth of toys. I still have original Soundwave and original Bumblebee. Um, he came with Laserbeak. It was the only cassette. And it wasn't the one I wanted. I wanted Optimus Prime, but they didn't have him at the time. So, Mom Mabel took the time to buy this toy for me. And honestly, it meant a lot to, I think I was five at the time. Because I, I maybe had, I had friends, I'll go and play with their toys or whatever. But I had none of my own. In fact, I got, somebody found out on my little paper toys and laughed at me and I punched him in the face. But, um... <laughs> He didn't have Soundwave, which was cool, because he wanted the cassette player transformer. And I was like, oh, really? This one <laughs> that I have? Look, click, and sound and, and Laserbeak. I got Laserbeak. You don't have this one. So it was like the one thing I had over his head. Because he was kind of, well, I'm going to admit, he was a spoiled rotten brat. He got everything. But Soundwave eluded him. <laughs> and that was all thanks to Mom Mabel. And, honest, and I, I did say at the time, I told her, I was like, um... Um, I don't get attached to toys because as much as a five-year-old could say it, I guess, it's just something that's not important right now. And she was like, no, you should always have toys. You should always play. So whenever you come to see me, I'll buy you a new Transformer. And she would always buy me a new Transformer, especially if I had, if I came there with a, a straight A report card, I could get two. So it was always a special moment for us. So I was always happy when I, uh, I, I got a lot of my Transformers through her. And her words, honestly, they stick with me because you should always play. You should always be a kid. You should always have fun with life. And to this day, and I stopped for a while after like high school. I was like, ah, I collected up through high school. I would come into my classroom. Boom, there's a Beast Wars Transformer on my desk. If anybody has a problem with it, I'll put five knuckles upside your head. And I stopped for a while. And uh, when I got into the Navy, like literally our first leave visit, 
we went out around the town and we visited a Toys R Us. And I was like, you know what? I ain't bought a toy in a while. Time to start up again. So her words have always rung true to me about being a kid. Having a love for something, no matter how silly it is, or somebody thinks it is, do it because that's what makes you happy. So thank you, Mama Mabel. I miss you. And I still have that sound wave and bumblebee to this day. That's why I still collect. And I'm probably never going to stop. I don't see you stopping. I feel almost no. bad for constantly making fun of you for your number of transformers. I almost feel bad. <laughs> almost. Almost. Not but quite. it's who I am, and I love feeling. Oh my! I have a storytelling voice, apparently. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Thank you, Dallas. Yeah. Okay, so enough on me because I do. I am getting a little misty. I think oh, about yeah. thinking about my godmother. She's a very special lady. So to, to be fair, all of us are too. Like that was very sweet. not me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jason, for being vulnerable in this moment. From the chat, cat <laughs> favorite stuff. Please go ahead. So I was gonna talk about cosplay because I do love cosplay and making things. But I was listening to her talk about Suikoden, and I decided yes! to talk about Overwatch. And yes. I'm uh, gonna hit you later for liking something. Oh wait, no. I guess this still kind of works. Never mind. Yes, it's still Overwatch. No, it's oh. still the same. I was going to tell yeah. you. Okay. Your photo okay. still very much works. Excellent. Um, also, I have a new definition for nerds. Nerds are adults who are still passionate about playing. Yes. In some way, shape, or form. Anyway. So, Overwatch. When I... A couple years ago, I went to Korea to stay with my younger brother. Uh, Cameron, who was in the Navy and stationed over there, and uh, had a really good time. He would not shut up about this one game, and he wouldn't stop playing it. And incidentally, we had a fight about that. I was mad. I was visiting, and he would get home from work and play it every night for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. And he would get me into the memes and stuff, and eventually, like, I would just be like, I can't talk about or see any more Overwatch. Let's go to the beach or go to do touristy stuff or go to. Uh, it is Korea. So. Burgers and pasta, one of the favorite restaurants. Anyway, so uh, when Korea is obviously on quite a different time of day, when I got back, like we were trying to keep in touch, but it was really quite difficult because of. Actually, not because of the time difference, because I've always been a night owl, I guess. Um, but because how are we going to talk? And he actually bought me a PlayStation. Wow. So that we could what? play games and talk. And Get out! Yeah, it was and is incredibly meaningful to me. He might have been a little sauced one night when he put money in my bank account to buy a PlayStation. And when I got back from Korea, I decided to, I'd, we'd been playing Rocket League, I decided to buy Overwatch with money I'd left over from the trip. And for the next, close to a year, I didn't do anything else. Nothing else. <laughs> I just played Overwatch. Overwatch is a kind of a MOBA-style game uh, with a fluid character system where you're in teams of six, you pick characters and you go fight each other over an objective or the payload. The payload. Yeah, you, I'm surprised you know what one is. Aren't you a McCree main? <gasps> oh! And you throw a lot of shade just for funsies. 
What time is it? It's actually about 9-11. High noon. Oh, it's high noon. Um, and <laughs> what I love about Overwatch is the team-based and the fluid character system, but mostly I just like fighting. I like that strategy actually is more important than your aim, although your mechanics are good too. But in between the PlayStation I have now and like a PlayStation 2, I didn't play games for a solid like... That's a big gap. 10 years or something. Uh, I had Halo 2. We used to play swords on midship with like 25 people and just like go stab each other a lot. But I didn't play games for about like 10 years, so my mechanics are still kind of subpar in a lot of ways. And I like the fact that there are things that can trump how good your aim is. Also, I practice my aim a lot still. I am a D.Va main. I love playing D.Va. I'm good at D.Va. You cannot roll your eyes at uh, anyone's main. I can roll my eyes at somebody that can just launch a mech and blow everything up. Maybe if That AoE is too much. Your cooldown management sucks. Like, you should have your roll. You should be able to get out of the way. Anyway, I am a diva main. My brother says to this day I am the best Lucio he's ever seen. I have made a phenomenal video highlighting my Lucio prowess <laughs> of me just booping things off to off of a ledges to classical music. Best healer ever. Huh? Was in the oh, the picture that that uh I'll bring it back up. Yeah, that picture is the voice of the actual Lucio. He is a cinnamon roll of a human being He's and I love precious. him. <laughs> I'm sorry, him. what is he? He's a, a cinnamon, cinnamon roll. roll of a human. I've taught I that's a special damn friggin' designation right there. Yeah. I love cinnamon rolls actually. My favorite page. It's an internet thing. Like I have never thing. heard that. Okay. I have said that on, so many times on, on this the show. Internet, it's on the internet. I will give you a breakdown of it later. It's a person who's too pure, too precious for this world. No, he's magical, very positive, amazing. We should post my video because yeah. not enough people saw me booping things so off class. It's only like a minute long, and I love it. On the SNS live Anyway, yeah. Overwatch lore is fantastic it has a rich storyline and it just has really bright kind of cartoony characters so but it's yet not they, heavy they also kind of have a tragic background like a lot of them are maimed in some way which as um that's one of the things that kind of draws me to it because soldiers things happen Names happen, and you find out like in, like they have a like comic he, book like series. yeah like, like McCree so like McCree is missing arm he used to be a left handed gunslinger but he he, he now, he's now right handed but everybody has some sort of prosthetic or scar and some of them define their characters or like even Tracer who's constantly in a loop of you know, she can't maintain a physical form they all have some sort of tragedy or injury from being a soldier or they or, all have yeah. a motivation too for why they're in this based a lot on their past and their scars and whatever there's a phenomenal series of cinematics about different characters and what happened to them the reinhardt one makes me cry tracers yes. is pretty tragic the too. other thing i was going to bring up a lot of Live them have, a lot of them clearly have ptsd um, including Bastion, the robot. Yeah, the robot has PTSD. Has PTSD. They are tragic, but real relatable characters. And the, once yeah. you once you get past how pretty and it is, Moira. and it's just PvP. Well, she's anyway. 
she is a ginger Irish scientist villain. And, and there's the problem so right there. I love her. Same. There's, I'm, yeah. I'm Moira, um, you may have guessed at some point, Kat and I live together. Um, <gasps> no. Uh, Shocker. We're sisters, too. We are also sisters. Yes, that is correct. Anyways, um, not in like a, like, literally. Like, yo, my sister. Sister. <laughs> sister. No, uh. Oh, don't get me started. She that. eventually got me into Overwatch. It took so because, long. Because, yeah, well, so I didn't have anything I could play it on. It took um, so long. But, yeah, now I play it. I'm a Moira main. It only took a year and a half of not talking about anything, anything else. else ever. I don't mean to roll my eyes at different people's mains. Just. Sorry, I'm you sorry. DPS, well, like, I just to point out, Jason, the camera's not on you, so you just outed Good. yourself. Yeah, this is my passion. Yeah. Also, as of like this year, I'm super into Overwatch League, which is a competitive <laughs> like franchise. Well, we got a home team, so you know. we got a home team. My favorite like competitive Overwatch team became the Dallas Fuel. So my favorite players, my single favorite Speaking player, of cinnamon rolls. Mickey joined the Dallas Fuel and now they're an esports league and we got to, I got to meet some of them and it was amazing. <laughs> Interviewed them for SCNS. Anyway, yes, tragic backstories, they have hope. It kind of launches you into the universe from the moment you start the game with Winston talking about who Overwatch was, what they did, yeah. what happened. And where we are now, and it has the call to action and what that all be. good stories have. Yeah, somebody's got to do something. We've got to do something, and it's amazing. Are you with me? I often joke that it is the only video game. <laughs> anyway, that's my. Which passion. of course is not true. There's also God of War. That's yeah. it. And Sweet. And Sweet. Oh yeah. Now that's I cosplay it. Junkrat, and I talked her into, and now she enjoys cosplaying Roadhog. Who, if you don't know, is like seven foot three and over three hundred pounds or something like he's like definitely over like three hundred pounds giant. And then my little. I'm glad we picked a night to talk about our favorite things when it was, a, when it was only a four person panel. So it was a mm -hmm. good get to know us. We got yeah, we wanted to share this do with it, you guys. It, so it, thank it, you, it, guys in the chat. Y'all have been awesome. Y'all have been great. Um, I did want to take a moment to talk. Um, we um, uh, we interviewed these guys at QuakeCon, but the Crazy Pro Gear Bags, um, yes. they recently launched their Kickstarter, and they have already reached goal. All right. Congratulations, guys, for reaching goal. Glad, awesome. glad to see. And, and have gone over, but there's still time to get in on them. They actually sent me a message because I've been like, oh, congr uh, good luck on the Kickstarter. They have made it. Um... They have eight of their uh, $99, the GTR one bags, which will pretty much fit a tower, a monitor, and all your peripherals. If you travel with your gear to do land parties and stuff like that, these are great bags to have. Like, you know, we don't, we don't go, we're not paid to do this, to, to give word about anybody. We actually got to know them. We looked at their gear. It's a uh, good stuff. I don't know why our thing just got interrupted, but anyway, um, it's good bags, apparently so, because they just made it on to their, they just made the Kickstarter, so if uh, you got some money to spend and you need to store your bags, I recommend the Crazy Pro Gear bags. They're really good, and they give it, I endorse them because it's a good product. Yeah. So congratulations, guys. Glad you made your Kickstarter. There's still time to get some of those, like, $100 bags, and if you want them, go get them, so. 
Anyway, that's it for us tonight. Yeah, there was like a hiccup. Sorry, guys, there was a hiccup on the internet. Um, Not sure why. I didn't. Who was the gear tags? What was? It's a crazy pro gear. Like I said, they just made their Kickstarter. We stopped streaming on Facebook. Apparently, it kicked us off. Yeah, that's why I wanted him to re-say it because I think it came back oh, up. Hold on, I'm I'm bringing it back didn't... up now, guys. Hold on. It looks like we're still going. No, yeah. on me for me it wasn't. It may no, that's be delayed. Loop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, I'm streaming again on Facebook. I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't see that happen. Crazy I'm pro a... gear bags. Crazy pro. Right. Crazy pro. Crazy, uh, crazy pro gear. I'm gonna actually put a link to their Kickstarter in the in the description below because. Um, Crazy, yeah, it's like uh, C R A Z Z I E. Uh, they're good bags. Like seriously, if you look, there is no way I would trust my tower in a damn bag. I didn't realize you were talking about a computer at first. I thought yeah. you were being hyperbolic. No, no, it's a. You can actually fit your tower monitor, dark towers, all of your peripherals and everything in this bag, and sling it. And yes. they're they're actually really really well really balanced. Comfy. So. Like, we were at QuakeCon. Everybody brings their towers and stuff into there because yeah. they're doing land parties, basically. And they're a pain to transport. And I'm sorry. My tower is expensive. It, it takes a lot for me to put it in something and sling it to my back. I'm putting it on a cart to bring it in somewhere. With these, actually, we um, I tried out one, like, with a tower inside. Yeah. I got to say, it was really good. So, if you need a bag for something like that, definitely recommend Crazy Pro Gear. Uh, Crazy Pro Gear. Uh, they still have uh, what is it? crazy pro gear. They have eight of the hundred dollar bags left because they were doing a special with the Kickstarter and everything. And you can always buy a bag from their site too. So congrats, like I said, congratulations, guys! Glad you made your Kickstarter. Um, they could still use more. I'm honestly thinking about buying one just in case because, like I said, they're they're good construct. They're military grade construction as well. So yeah, congratulations, guys! Glad you made your Kickstarter and uh, many years of continued success. Anyway. That has been our show for the evening. Thank you guys for joining us on kind of what got to be a kind of personal show. It yeah. did. It went a little long, but and it takes a long time to get to know us, and we're worth it. And exactly. because I promised to do this, da 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 of course, you can always like this video and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube.com slash SCNSLive, on Facebook.com slash SCNSLive, Twitch.tv slash SCNSLive, and of course, Twitter at SCNSLive and Instagram at SCNSLive. But if you want to follow us... You you could just save a mouthful full by saying you can follow us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SCNSLive. I do have more Ooh, thirds tip. for all of that, don't I? You do. They were acting weird, so I didn't put them in today. Oh, okay. I made them. But also, you could just like... Say follow us at SCNS Live. You can pretty much follow, find us anywhere. Put in Google SCNS Live. But if you want to follow us personally, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jason the X Cat. You can find me on usually only on Instagram at Better Cat. And your micro photography. Yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm posting a picture on SCNS Live's Instagram of my macro shots of I'm, the figures. I'm kind of angry that the Wonder Woman thing got like so many views and it's like fuck we do this thing. But everybody liked it. I'm good. You are. What can I say? I can't argue with that. Can I go now? Uh, no. <laughs> where can they Cora, find you, where Cass? can they find you? <laughs> no, where can they find you, Cass? Okay, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Cass 
underscore Bradley. That's K-A-S underscore Bradley with a Y. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under that, although Instagram, eh, don't post as much. Uh, you can also find both Kat and I when we actually decide to do it at Super Quick Movie for Super Quick Movie Reviews on Twitter. If y'all need movies to review, Twitter. I got a couple we, we recommend. We have movies we to have. review. We need reminders to we review need, them. Yeah. I have one I, I want to subject you to. What is it? What? <laughs> Common Hentai. Nope. Oh. Not happening. Or Hentai Common. Oh, no. Oh, him! Yeah. No, it's funny. It's, oh God, I'll show you the trailer afterwards. Okay. It's not what you think it is. Okay. But anyway, it's, it's so tongue in cheek. Anyway, Cora. Cora. All right. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Cora Dono, K-O-R-O-D-O-N-O, um, where I've just been kind of posting doodles as I have time to. I had planned on doing a whole thing of different weekend in art that didn't happen, obviously. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Hawks Perch, where I continuously re- retweet and scream into the void about Suikoden. Sometimes it screams back, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, it's not the void this week. It's not the void this week, and it's been great. But I also have been posting some information about our D&D game that we're going to be starting up sometime so either excited. at the end of next month or beginning of November. So if you want to know inf- more information, let it. If you want to know more about that, follow me on Twitter. So anyway, guys, oh, that is... Oh, by the way, by oh. the way, you might have some of the void screaming back now that we know we can get the game. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought sorry, I mentioned Chris. that before. Sorry, Chris. Straight into his ears. So anyway, guys, that's it for tonight. We'll see you guys next week for more of the show that we do. But as we always say... Keep, Keep on, on learning. learning. Our dad is watching. Our dad is watching. our show thank you so much for listening if you'd like to check out the live video version of this you can find it at youtube and facebook you can also find us on instagram and twitter all at scns live thank you so much for watching have an amazing week